Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. And let's crack on with today's first story, which comes from a throwaway account and says, am I the arsehole for threatening to sue my parents for taking out student loans in my name? I graduated college four years ago, and I rarely speak to my mother or father maybe two to three times a year, and even then, it's only for a few minutes. They refuse to let me play sports in high school or have a social life, and they've basically cut me out of their lives since I and about 75 other people got a city drinking ticket seven years ago in college. Since I live about 800 miles away, I only go back to my hometown once a year, either for Thanksgiving or Christmas. Most years, I stay with a friend or at a hotel. Last year, I stayed with my parents. No way in hell am I going back for either this year. Just about five months before I graduated college, my parents bought a boat. I know they got a good deal on it and they have used it a lot. They took it out of the water for the season in early October. I've literally never seen it in person, just pictures from Facebook. Last week, I texted my father, first contact since March, and let him know I'd be able to make it back for Christmas. About a minute later, he called and over the course of five minutes explained how he and my mother decided since the last child was about through college, they would buy a boat. The only problem was they didn't have the $20,000 to buy it. What was their solution? Take out a student loan in my name, of course. My mailing address was always their house through college, so I was none the wiser. Why was my dad telling me about it now four years after the fact? Because they can't pay it back. They actually never paid any of it back. They kept putting it in forbearance, but that ran out early this year. Fast forward seven or eight missed payments later, and my dad tells me the only reason he's telling me now is because he doesn't want me to bring it up at Christmas, and he knows it's going to default in a month or two. His exact words were, if you're going to make a big deal about this, it's best if you don't come home this year. He also said it's about $25,000. It's what I would need to pay it off. I hung up and just sat in shock for a couple of minutes. I called my brother yesterday and told him what was happening and that I think I'm going to sue them for whatever it takes to pay off the loan. I still don't know what that amount is yet. I should probably find out by next week. I'm cool with my brother and he's cool with my parents and I'm sure he's probably talked to them because this morning I get a text from my mum just saying, do not sue us. I text her back saying she'd probably need to immediately pay off the entire loan and show me proof. She texts back that I need to grow up. Obviously, I'm not even going to respond to that. The boat is probably worth half of what they paid for it by now, and with the hours they put on it. I don't know if they have the money or not to pay up immediately if I sue them, but I figure I can at least garnish their wages. My other brother called and asked me to hold off for a few months before doing anything, and it was shitty of them to do that, but to give them a chance to start paying it off. And there's a lot of people giving legal advice on this particular one because of the Nature of it, of course. Rifleman Lack says, sue them. Bro, I'm a fraud investigator. Don't sue them. 
or at least don't just sue them. Call the non-emergency line and have an officer come out and take a police report. Then contact the lender, explain the situation and send them the report. That loan will come right off your report, assuming the investigators are halfway competent. You actually aren't even required to file the police report per law. It just helps slide things along. Your parents said they took out a loan and can't pay it back. You shouldn't be worrying about that at all. It's fraud. They should be worrying about that. A deleted user says, This is called fraud. You are not the asshole, but if you don't want to deal with the financial ramifications, you need to freeze your credit and file a police report. While on the subject of credit, you need to thoroughly go through all credit bureau reports and check the open accounts to make sure they didn't generate any additional new accounts that you are unaware of. SG131 replies to that saying exactly this. I can understand why it would be uncomfortable to have to file a police report on your parents. I saw that your brother wants you to give them time to make the payments, but at this point the accounts are so overdue and affecting your credit. If you report them, then that will get fixed. If you don't, even if they do pay you, this will be a major ding on your credit and any loans you need will come at a much higher interest rate, so you will literally be paying off for their mistake. Unfortunately, I think you have to do it or you could be screwed for a decade of your life. Richard Nugan says, If they got the loan in your name, they had to have forced your signature. So you can go to the bank and explain that the loan was not yours and your parents committed fraud. They may go to prison for it, but they did this to themselves. They may have gotten a plus loan where they are responsible for repayment and that would not be yours to pay back. You need to check on that. If you didn't sign an agreement with a bank or Fed student loan, you're not responsible for the loan. Upstart giant says not the arsehole, you are being gaslit. Do not think of this as you choosing between your credit and your parents. Think of this as your parents choosing between you and a boat, and they chose the boat. This is a huge betrayal. The relationship with your parents may not survive it, but that is not your fault. And one more from Mum of Three Dragons who says, see if you can get them to admit this in writing. Text them, so let me get this straight. You took out a student loan in my name for 20k without my knowledge to buy a boat. You tell me that you've let it go into default, and are expecting me to pay it back. And then keep all responses including the demand that you not sue. I'm going to tell you, should you choose to do nothing, those loans are going to be a monkey on your back for decades. I have a pretty high student loan and they are relentless. The interest rates are insane. They can sell your loan at will to another company, which can really screw up your payments as loan companies have different rules. You'll be penalized if you try and pay it off early because they want their interest money. This will affect your ability to buy a home or a car. Your parents are not worth trying to keep a relationship with. They knowingly saddled you with a huge debt so they could buy a toy. Now you aren't allowed to even show anger. They are selfish assholes, and the best thing you can do is file a police report and let the cops and the lender do the rest. So OP does update the post and they say this update has a happy ending of sorts. Basically what happened is that I did end up having to make a police report about what happened. My parents weren't arrested, but they were charged with deceptive practice as part of a negotiated deal. They agreed to become responsible for the debt and they received 12 months of court supervision. The student loan company removed the loans from my name, then made it clear they had planned on suing my parents and myself. My parents for obvious reasons and myself because I benefited from the crime, my degree. My parents and I spoke to a lawyer who agreed that they could probably come after me for at least some of the debt. Our lawyer and their house counsel came up with a deal that basically said if I paid half myself, they'd forever give up their right to sue me or try to collect the other half from me. I wasn't crazy about the deal, but it's cheaper than going to court where I'd likely be found jointly liable with my parents for the full 
up to $25,000 in attorney fees. I paid my part of it three months ago. It's like I've never had student loans. Nothing on my record at all regarding it. My parents sold the boat for a loss and are making payments on the remainder of the balance. They've apologized to me pretty profusely about it and I do think they're remorseful. As a cherry on top, my brother told me they opened a credit card in his name around the same time. They took out the student loans. He only found out after going to purchase a house and the loan officer asked him about it. That was paid off in full before he found out about it though. I speak to my parents maybe once a month now. More than in the past and our relationship is still fairly cool but not nearly as bad as what it was. Also, I definitely did not go to Christmas last year. I think I'll be going this year though. Edit regarding why I may have been found jointly liable. My parents paid 50% of my rent my senior year of college. I also, unhappily while interviewing, lived with them for half a year after school. They asked for half and wiped it off my credit forever. It's more than 50% of rent, but I was done with it. I have a decently paying job now and wanted to move on. I did a crappy job of wording it, but they sold the boat for $9,000, paid to the lender. I paid up to $8,000, a little more than what half my rent was, and they were making payments on their $8,000. Apologies for not being more clear. Edit 2. Alright, maybe I should have gotten a different lawyer. I just wanted to go away with no lawsuit. Looking like that was short-sighted. Overall, I'm okay with it. I never paid my parents back for the 50% rent in college. They were just going to let it be. I feel like I've made up for that now. And the comments were mixed on this one. A lot of people saying, you know, like OP said at the very end there, that you should have got a better lawyer because you shouldn't be paying any of that debt because they committed fraud. Other people questioned OP and saying... You're still talking to your parents after all they've done and what you heard about your brother. You know, they opened the card in his name as well. How would you find yourself in this situation? Say your parents did this to you. How would you feel about it? Would you ever be able to move past it? Possibly forgive it, attend Christmas and Thanksgiving and all this kind of stuff? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below and let's move on to another story. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. And our next story has a small update attached to it as well from Stop Whining Please, who says, Am I the arsehole for being pissed that my wife lost her wedding ring after less than two months? Am I the arsehole for being pissed here? We're not newlyweds. We've been happily married for 14 years. When we were married, we couldn't really afford a big wedding and exchanged modest wedding bands in front of a justice of the peace. But it's something I know she always wanted, a big, beautiful diamond ring, but would never ask. This year on our anniversary... I surprised her with a beautiful diamond and platinum engagement ring with matching wedding band. The stone was flawless. The ring was beautiful. 
I've never been happier spending 25k on anything. It's a weekend and she works at the hospital. Today I stop by to drop her off some lunch and coffee. She tells me to check inside the bed table for a ring. She left early and was tired and forgot it. I went home and checked. There's no ring. Checked everywhere. It's not here. Gone. What the fuck? I'm pissed and I think I have a right to be. I just changed insurance agents and hadn't added it to the rider to our homeowner's policy, so it's not covered. How fucking irresponsible is that? I can't really afford to replace it without taking money from savings designated for something else, like retirement or the kid's college fund. I'm just sick about it. The fucked up thing about it is she probably feels even worse, which means I'm not allowed to say anything that would make her feel worse. Would I be the arsehole if I did? And a couple of comments on this one. MLM Sparko says, you're definitely not an arsehole for being upset. Something so expensive and meaningful and she loses it. I'd be pretty upset too. My only advice is don't take it out on her, but explain to her how hurt you are that she misplaced something so meaningful. I do hope it just fell off the bed or something and you end up finding it. A deleted user says, people lose things. Of course, it has a lot of sentimental and monetary value, but in the end, it is just a ring. I almost lost mine a while ago. She was very understanding. Sometimes people lose things, even though it's usually in a place in your house somewhere. Just keep looking. So while you're definitely not an arsehole, you would be if you tried to make your wife feel bad about it. AKA says, lol, spending 25k on that is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life. Did you do no research at all to realize that diamonds are the most overpriced bullshit? Don't say it doesn't matter, it made her happy. Let me guess, you didn't buy insurance. Nice. Opie adds her own comment and says, since it's come up a couple of times, I should clarify something. I would never yell at her or intentionally make her feel worse. That would be beyond cruel and change absolutely nothing. But it's like I can't even express my emotions for fear. She has seen my reaction and feel like shit. At this point, I'm just disappointed that that might be lost and will continue to look for it. Posting this has been surprisingly cathartic. I've looked all over the place. I'm worried she might have removed it at work to wash her hands and neglected to pick it up. In which case, it's long gone for sure. Tuesday says, you're not an arsehole for being angry 25k disappeared. You'd be an arsehole if you were yelling and screaming or being passive aggressive towards your wife. I don't doubt that she's probably upset as well. And one more from... New gotta be kidding who says, yes, you would be the arsehole. Unless she acts like it's no big deal, but you haven't indicated she would. What would get him mad at her accomplish? He wouldn't get the ring back and she would just feel even worse. Unfortunately, it's a case of no use crying over the exceedingly expensive spilt milk. So sometime later, OP does update the post and it says, update, I found the ring this morning while vacuuming. The ring had somehow managed to bury itself stone down in the nook where the carpeting meets the wall trim. When I told my wife the news, she had this combined look of relief and, of course, that's where it was on her face. Apparently, when she woke up 5.30 the previous morning for work, she decided she didn't want to disturb my Saturday morning slumber. So she grabbed, it says advertising, but I'm sure it must mean everything, and got dressed in the hall outside of our bedroom, in the dark. She must not have realized was laying there and worse. Probably kicked it unknowingly as she turned to walk downstairs. Certainly glad I didn't lose my shit, or I would definitely would be FLTA. Is that feeling like the asshole? Right about now for sure. Thanks for the catharsis, folks. A couple of years back, when I worked at um, when I worked for a company and I was doing video editing for well, their videos, obviously, I had a double train journey every morning to get to work and double train journey back, and then have to switch trains. And one morning on my this was on the way back. 
I found there was a, a little wedding ring in between the two seats where I was sitting. And it had diamonds and it, I don't know, it looked like platinum. I can't be 100% sure. It might not even been diamonds for all I know, but it looked fairly expensive, I gotta say. It had hallmarks and stuff on the inside. And all I could think of is, oh, what is that person going through right now? There was no other marks on it. So, you know, there's no other way to get in contact with them. So I took it to the train station person and they, they, they took me in the office and I had to write which carriage it was on, where I found it. And, and they gave me like a little baggie to put it in with the notes that I wrote down in there. And then I saw him open this drawer to put this baggie with a ring in. And I'm not joking. I, I'm not sure how many there was, but there was easily like over a hundred of these little bags in there, all with rings and jewelry inside. And I think, fucking hell, I couldn't help but think how many of those were wedding rings or important, important pieces of jewelry, sentimental jewelry. And I thought, bloody, that must be devastating for those people to lose those bits of items. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Let's move on to another story. And our next story does come with like some edit updates as well. From a throwaway account that says, Am I the asshole for getting upset with my boyfriend for calling me an 8 out of 10? I'm not unrealistic about my looks. I know I'm not a supermodel. However, I am in very good shape and have a pretty face. I used to be much more rigorous about working out, which has gone way down since I started my career. But I still stay in great shape and am slim. Boyfriend is an extremely athletic guy, but I don't think he's more physically attractive than I am, just more fit. We were drinking about a month ago and I jokingly got him to rate me. I wasn't expecting him to say 8 out of 10, but it kind of shocked me, as all my previous boyfriends have spoken to me as though I was the most beautiful woman and called me a 10 out of 10. It made me feel unique and wanted and it just felt good to hear that. In comparison, it hurt to learn that my boyfriend doesn't feel that way. I stewed on it for a month. Then last night, I decided not to bottle up my feelings anymore and told him how I felt when I first heard it. He again confirmed that he thinks I'm an 8 out of 10 in the looks category, but that I make up for it by being 12 out of 10 everywhere else. I really didn't know what to make out of that. I just opened up to him explaining it hurts me and, and he just confirms what he said. I don't know how to talk to him about it, so I just kind of clammed up and was distant for the rest of the evening. He kept trying to talk to me and I just kept telling him it made me feel bad, but he never took it back. I just want him to tell me that I'm a 10 out of 10 in his eyes, even if it's not true. Am I the arsehole? The first comment on this one says you're the arsehole. Don't ask your boyfriend to rate you, even as a joke, if you're going to take the answer so seriously that you bring up the wrong answer a month later. Ivadara replies that and says, I was going to come in here and say that he's an asshole for using a rating system in the first place. And then I realized you forced it on him. So you gave him the choice of either fibbing to you or telling you the truth and watching you get mad. Are you scarred Joe? Then why would he be expected to say 10 out of 10? Don't ask leading questions where there is only one right answer, especially when your target isn't aware. And no, you haven't damaged it permanently, but definitely let him know that you're 100% sorry for backing him into a corner satiate your own insecurities. Sapper12D says, yes, you're the ass. You put him in a difficult position where he has to lie to you to make you happy. Then stew on it and throw it back in his face. Total red flag that no disagreement between you two will ever be forgotten. Rivka says, yes, you're the arsehole. He gave you a really high rating. So from the title, I assume that you're upset with him for using that number scale at all to rate women in the first place and to rate you at all because the whole thing is a bit misogynistic. But no, you made him do it. If you wanted him to give you a fake answer, you should have told him to give you a fake answer. A 
fact that other boyfriends lie to you doesn't mean you have to expect them all to. And one more comment from Cards Against Reality who says you're the arsehole. You shouldn't have asked him to rate you if you didn't want the truth. And if you were just fishing for compliments, you should have found a different way to do it. It probably feels led into a trap. I know I would. You ask for a number score rating, but get upset about anything that isn't the one number that you wanted to hear. So much so that you're still upset a month later. Almost nobody is a 10 out of 10. There is no point in being angry at him because you asked him a question that you didn't want the answer to. I know that it stings because you see yourself as a 10 out of 10, but 8 out of 10 by no means says that he finds you unattractive. It just means that there are models, actresses that are more beautiful. It is an honest answer. Nobody can really expect any better. By the way, I just asked my girl to rate me. She said I'm a 4 out of 10 and will continue to be until I shave my beard. <laughs> so OP started editing the post. They said, edit, starting to look like I am the arsehole. Open to suggestions on how to fix this or not be an arsehole. A relationship is important to me, but have I damaged it permanently? Edit 3, final update. I told him the truth and apologize as per your suggestions. I said I love him and I know I'm being stupid about a small thing, but that was how I feel. Use the word you are a 10 out of 10 in my eyes. So I guess I finally got what I wanted. But I don't feel good about it because of how I treated him. So I apologize again for making a big deal out of it and bringing it up in the first place and being cold about it last night. Thank you all for giving your perspective. Now, what do you guys make of this situation? You think OP got exactly what they deserved when they asked that question? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Now, just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world to me. So never forget that. And thank you so much for being a part of it all. As always, I truly appreciate you and your time. Thank you so much. And hopefully we'll see you in the next one. Take care and much love.